0: Do you know that I went to prom, my high school's prom, when I was twenty-one?
1: No, you damn loser. <laughs> so sorry. sorry, dude. It was so awkward. It was. It was You're the like, most uh, awkward. You want me to buy you guys some beer?
0: This is the Hobbytown Hobbyplex show. I'm your host, Alex Sturgeon. I am the uh, one of the managers and race director for Hobbytown Hobbyplex, the original Hobbyplex.
1: Yeah, not that fake one. Yeah,
0: with me as always, Will Brenton. We're here to talk about Hobbyplex stuff, but also uh, national news today. After the Surf City race, did you see how Tom Ritterneck
1: did? Uh, yeah, did he get second in four wheel?
0: Yeah, he did, and uh, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll talk about that. And, uh, we'll get into the chat too. So if you, uh, if you have a question you want it answered right now, if you don't have the time to wait for the very end, um, you can drop a super chat super chat, and interrupt the show and we'll stop everything we're doing to answer your question. Otherwise you got to wait until the end. Yeah. Give us five bucks. Once we get past all the chatter that we're going to do and race results and stuff like that, then we'll get to the comments. So with that, uh, this show's always brought to you by pivot lending group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And uh, mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. And you can get yourself a $500 lender credit or 0. 0.125 off of your interest rate uh, when you do a homeowner refinance. You know, last week's show, I didn't feel good about it after we left. But then I, re- I listened to it again on the edited version. And uh, last week's show was really good. I thought it was. You did really good. You were like, you like kind of led the show almost. Uh, thanks. You know? Like, like it was more, it was more will centric. If that's a word, is that a word? It is now. Yeah, it is now. I was at the Labor Day show, the Omaha's Labor Day um, air show today. Got up. I actually got up at nine thirty. Went and I was going to go put put a, a easy up out there, and by the time I got there, all the easy ups were already up. Were as far as they wanted you to go. And so they told me not to put an easy up. And so then I went and found where Kip was at and he was way closer. So I ended up pitting underneath a Kip's uh, tent all day. That's cool. And then I looked down and there was people putting easy ups up. Hmm. So I should have just stayed. I could have just stayed down there and put my own easy up up. Yeah. But uh, really good turnout for that. Um, I know we haven't talked about the planes in a while, but last year we didn't have the Omaha's uh, labor Day show because of COVID, you know. Um, yeah, everything was still very weird back then. So pretty much everything got shut down and uh, we had it again. It was really nice. Nice big crowd. People were watching. There was uh, a couple of and ahs with some crashes. Um, two planes, two jets ran into each other on the, on the runway. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. One guy was really upset. The other guy was like, Oh,
1: was there like a big firewall?
0: No, these were, these were, um, uh, ducted fans. Oh, so they weren't, okay. they weren't jet jets, but uh, they, were, they, they did have a jet jet out there. Um, oh, geez. Now I can't remember his name. Uh, there's a guy who usually flies helicopters at this show. Um, he's he usually has a helicopter segment, and instead he flew a jet. It's pretty cool. I'm drinking Sun kiss today because I didn't have time to stop and get a kickstart. And my sister keeps these because apparently the story is the people who used to be in this studio... Kept sun kissed around to give to the UPS guy to keep him happy. Oh, and uh-huh. so now she does it.
1: Oh, so the uh, the, what is that? Is that like the the methadone equivalent of uh, kickstart? Yeah, <laughs> orange kickstart methadone.
0: <laughs> so still pretty good. I mean, some Yeah, I remember in the 80s, everybody was like. Uh, don't drink Sunkist because they're destroying the environment. And why? Well, because a lot of the orange groves and stuff are in Brazil or whatever, and they were destroying. <laughs> the,
1: There's no oranges in that. Were, yeah, Is there? They, yeah,
0: they're they're no. That's a legit <laughs> thing. Like like to the come, they get their oranges from the orange groves in uh, the Amazon rainforest that they're clearing out and putting orange groves instead. What? <laughs> There's actually oranges in that. Oh in Sunkist? Yeah. Yeah. Of course there is.
1: Look at it look at the ingredients. Orange flavoring number two. Damn it. <laughs> uh it says natural
0: flavors. Whatever that means.
1: They probably just like like peel the rind off of the off of the uh orange and just throw the rest of the innards away. <laughs> like it's the most wasteful process ever.
0: It doesn't actually say oranges on it. So there's it does, no oranges in it. It does say but it says natural flavor. What don't they do uh uh actual orange juice? Isn't isn't kissed an an actual orange juice as well?
1: No, are you thinking of sunny to light?
0: No, that's not that's definitely not real oranges. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know what I was say. <laughs> <laughs> no. that's just a concoction
0: of chemicals.
1: That's all that is, I'm sure. I know it natural is. Natural flavors. What's a natural flavor? Like citrus of some kind. Yeah, some some kind.
0: Yeah, it actually says contains
1: no juice. Oh, so it doesn't have any oranges in it, does it? <laughs> you should. You should go. You should. You have the internet. You have every answer to everything. Hold on. Hold on. Right, right in we, front we, of you. No, we
0: have. We have our producer. Oh, okay. According to the
1: internet's, it says. Uh,
0: that natural flavors might be an herb or a spice, or it might be an essential oil. Oh, and it, you know, essential oil—you mean like what the uh, the crazy women on Facebook are always trying to sell you? <laughs>
1: it could be, yeah, it'd be sweet. Or it might—it might
0: come from a vegetable or fruit. Might. But according to huh. the FDA, it'd only be something derived from a bark, bud.
1: Root, leaf, or similar plant material. Mm. Huh. So probably not oranges. Interesting. Speaking of things that contain oranges or at least fresh things, I'm eating uh, the fresh produce that Austin Fuchs brought me. Yes. Uh, at the track,
0: I was gonna say he brought uh, he brought us some some stuff upstairs too, like uh, some peppers and some uh, cherry tomatoes, and
1: I'm eating the tomatoes right now. This is my second bag of them. Like he brought me like four bags, oh. and then like two two bags of these uh, these snacking peppers. And I I've this is my second bag of uh, tomatoes today, and then I have these snacking peppers here too. And they're pretty good. They're not hot or nothing. They're, they're a nice snack. Nice.
0: Well, that's are they? See, I was gonna eat one of the cherry pepper thingies. The not the peppers, but the uh, cherry tomatoes. And uh, yeah, but I. I wasn't sure if um, I was going to be allowed to because they were technically cams. Cams. Cam Cameron's. You brought no. them for Cameron. So I didn't. I was like, "Ah, eh, do I eat this or not?" I don't know. Okay. So, anyways, so I haven't tried them yet. I'm sorry, Austin. I
1: I need to. Yeah, these I'm things are badass. Pretty too. terrible about that. I'll eat one more pepper. these are too loud. I think to eat. Rich, are these too loud? Are those
0: snap peppers? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, just think it's too loud to eat on a show. Okay. They do snap, don't they? Oh, yeah. That is interesting.
1: Oh, he brought me a melon, too. Oh, that's right. He said he did.
0: Anyways, okay. Uh, back to the show. Anyways, um, uh, so Omaha's, uh Labor Day air show. There's quite a few people out there, pretty good turnout. Um, they they actually gave us to Hobbytown two segments, one in the early part of the show and one in the late part of the show. and we took uh, I took my planes out there obviously uh, my extra 300 and my ultimate um actually got a brand new extra 300 because I crashed my other one way back in June and I sort of put off fixing it until it was like, Oh crap. The labor day show is Monday. I better get this thing fixed. And so I stared at it Thursday and thought to myself, I'm not going to do this. This is dumb. Cause then I wouldn't have enough time to even see if my fix was going to work. If it's going to fly good. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I just got a new one. Just don't, don't tell Gretchen. Yeah, I won't. Not that she really cares, but, uh,
1: you know? Why would I tell Gretchen? Like I don't know. Well, Gretchen, you're not gonna believe it, Alex Yeah, did. text
0: her. Hey, your 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 husband just spent a bunch of money on a plane that he's gonna fly once. He's time. got
1: another airplane. You
0: might oh. want to deal with that. No, not happening. And we took an Arma Limitless out there, uh, geared to the moon on eight cell. Yeah. And uh, I took it. I took it for a practice pass last night, and I blew the tire off of it. And so uh, we put foams on, and. Mm-hmm. I skipped doing the car in the first part of the program because um, I thought it'd be better served to like talk about It said flight test on the schedule. Like they were going to have flight test stuff flying with us. And I'm like, well, I can talk about flight test. So I took the mic and uh, talked about HobbyFlex and, and how we carried flight test and a little history of how flight test came about and everything like that. I feel like I wasted it. Like I should have ran the car in the first one when there was a lot more people in the crowd. Yeah. But. It still worked out. Uh, I don't know how fast we did because uh, the guy that had the radar gun there didn't take ours. And then we have a little GPS thing on the car and I turned it on. Well, apparently the battery's dead. So uh, we actually don't know how fast we went. Um, But I made like four or five passes and then the car died. And I'm like, oh, crap. And so I went over there, still had steering wheel throttle. I'm like, well, I must overheated it. So I shut it off, turn it back on. And it started going again. I'm like, all right, I got one good pass left. And so uh, Kip was flying his plane, his A-10. He came in, I let him land it. And then I went down the runway and I turned around and I gunned it. And then I didn't let off. Mm-hmm. And I flew off the runway and it, it like nose darted into the ground at full speed and ripped the whole front end of the, the, the uh, limitless off. And then it tumbled a whole bunch of times. And then it uh, came to a stop yeah and other than the nose the wing it's just the wing the wing the wing other than the wing braking car's fine car's really? totally fine yep and i was going to really, be
1: like woo?
0: yeah th- that was cool because i was like this is kind of boring and then it made the crowd when i crashed of course you can i got it on video it's gonna it's gonna be great when i get it up on youtube um yeah. the, the crowd like there was like a <gasps> like that sort of thing but all at once <laughs> it was great it was wonderful
1: you should have like uh, taped wings to it to see if you can get it to fly. That should have been your. <laughs> well, it probably would have. Like, that have been cool.
0: You know what I was thinking is that why all these years? Why, especially now with the Arma stuff? Like, why haven't we taken one of our like high jump ramps out there and just sent it? I mean, you got a whole crowd of people sitting there. That yeah. that uh, half the reason they're there is so they can watch cranes planes crash. So it'd yeah. be a perfect place to just launch something. And so I think next year, instead of doing the speed run, I, I think I might take the outcast and go do like an 80-foot like a house jump uh, thing. Except it'll be. Very cool. But, and plus the, the other side of the runway has, it's downhill.
2: So mm-hmm. not only
0: would it be a big jump, I mean, it'd be a really big jump because you'd be jumping down that whole embankment out there. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. It'd be cool. You know, it'd be even cooler. What if like we set it up so that Kip has a plane that he doesn't give a crap about and we try to line it up so that he flies underneath me and I, I jump over him.
1: Or you try to hit his plane. While doing backflips. Wouldn't that be dialed? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. If like you tried to hit his plane with your car. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah that too.
1: That'd be something out of like a, uh, who directed those, like, like the movies with all the explosions. Michael Bay. Yeah, it'd be like a Michael Bay. Movie. Well,
0: then it would be terrible. So
1: yeah, now what? We have a bunch of explosions, <laughs> though. Have so some, you, the peop- the kind of people that think it'd be terrible are not the have the some, people that you that you're trying to appeal to. That's again. true.
0: Yeah, there there be. We should do some pyrotechnics. We should get Cal Gannon up here, do some power. Yeah. do some pyrotechnics for us and. Mm-hmm.
1: Next year, flaming flaming hoops. Yeah, you should try to jump it through as many flaming oh, hoops as flaming possible.
0: Hoop at death. That'd be so dialed. Yeah, it'd be sweet.
1: Huh.
0: I'm kind of butthurt about the whole RC stunt thing because I I did the house jump last year and it, so far it only has like 1,200 views still. Kind of kind of butthurt about that. I thought it was really cool. I mean, I know it's been done before, but I've, I've actually never watched it. It hadn't been done my way before. I have never seen your house jump really? video. Man. Now I have I've got two. There's a compilation video of all eight hits that day and then there's the mm-hmm. actual uh uh part 3 house jump thing. There's a playlist. Yeah. You need to get on the Hobbyplex show YouTube channel and look at the playlist that I have for it. Okay. So Omaha's uh air show, it was great. Um I will have a video going. I got a lot of footage to sift through and edit down. Um it's hard to shoot airplanes. Yeah, Yeah, it's really tough.
1: Both, both uh, figuratively with video and literally with the BB gun. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, and not only that, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's kind of hard to make it watchable. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? It looks like
1: the Blair Witch Project.
0: It's just, yeah, it's just, for me, it's just hard to make it because they're either super tiny because you got to get them in frame Or, or if you, unless you have a super good camera, they're all, it's usually all shaky and you have no, it's like you need to have some sort of relation with the ground too. So you kind of know how fast they're going and what, what they're doing, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, um, I'll try to, I'll try to work it in. Uh, I'm sure I'll cut down a lot of this footage because a lot of it's probably either boring or just not usable. Yeah. But it was cool. I did get the jet. The jet was really cool. I got it. I got some good footage of that. There was a couple 3D flyers out there. Jack um, was flying a really cool plane that I want to get. Um, there's a plane, it's got RV8 from uh Flexjet. Mm-hmm. From Flex. It's really, it's really freaking cool. Surf City. Let's talk about our guy at the uh Surf City Classic. So you had. Yeah, the Nationals last year last week and then right after that, you had almost like a in a way a rematch. Yeah. In a lot of in almost every class was was basically almost the same group of, of drivers making the mains. They did run single mains, a single 10-minute
1: main. Yeah. That's usually what Surf City has. Yeah.
0: They took 12 cars to the A mains. That's cool.
1: I mean it's like what everybody wants. Like a, a like a nats or something. Right. Like they want more they want cars to bump in and they want longer mains. Like what if they did like 2 10-minute mains like at Ornhat. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know. I I like that. I like that from the re-race how they do that with the uh, open classes. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean they they drop a No, it really wouldn't save him any time It add a little bit of time, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And just be something different. I mean, you can still do, I mean, I've, I've, we do it at the pro tech race. You can still do bump ups and do triple mains. Yeah. It's, it's not hard, especially when you have a gazillion classes, mm-hmm. which I mean, OCRC didn't have a gazillion luckily, but still it's still doable. Isn't it interesting that a race like this, it, it, compared to the Nats, like this race had 313 entries, 155 drivers. And they were able to get through all their qualifiers and granted, single mains, but still. So they were done at 6.53 p.m. with race 33 on Sunday. Uh, That's about right. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, I think that's what 10 minute mains the whole way. Aren't there, aren't there lower mains all 10 minutes? No, there's seven. So, so like the C main or this is the G main. I'm sorry. It's seven minutes, know, but still I just, it's such a contrast between the Nats. I'm not, I'm not crapping on roar or the Nats. I'm, I'm not trying to crap on them. I'm just saying that there's a difference clearly. Plus, I mean, you are dealing with California too. So you got that going for him. And, and it's more of a commercial event, not really a sanctioned event. Still, you know, it was just a, it seemed like there was a almost, I don't know, excitement level difference, kind of. Yeah. In a way.
1: I don't know. Yeah. People were excited about that race. It's
0: just different. It's just a, it was Mm -hmm. just a different feel. But anyways, Tom Rindernecht, he's our local that uh, went to this race. And then I got to give some shout outs here to, uh, who did I see in there? Charlie Mariana. So back-to-back races, back-to-back a mains for Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in four wheel drive, I can't remember if he made the two wheel drive one yet, but I'll look here. But so, and then Aiden Horn, another good start. I think he TQ two out of three classes. Is that right? That's pretty good. And then, uh, Austin Horn, uh, was in there too. Um, Guys like Ron Duvall, <laughs> that guy just makes mains out there in the West Coast. Yeah. And when he gets a chance to go to a, a national, like a, like a trackside or something like that, he's always up there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Just, uh, it's really cool. But Ryan Cavallari went in mod four-wheel and he had Tom right there behind him. Yeah. And uh, Tom was, uh, was kind of back and forth. Um, or no, who was that? There was two blue cars. Looks like Tom worked his way up from dead last on the first lap. So that's what they were talking about. So I haven't seen the race yet because of today. I, I wanted to go back and watch these mains.
1: And yeah, uh, not too if he didn't crash.
0: Right. So he worked his way all the way up to second. That is crazy. Then he made the two wheel drive mod buggy main. And he finished fifth. And Aiden Horn TQ'd in one uh mod two wheel. Nice. Testman with a good finish and in, in, in electric. Uh Cavallari again. Get those low C cars working good for him. Uh Rivkin was up there. Charlie Mariana, there he is, sixth place for Charlie. So that's really good for him. He was I felt like he was having some confidence trouble there for a little while when I saw him last, it seemed like. Like he was fast, but then would like wreck, and it would it would like it almost it almost felt like he was setting him back or something. But it's good to see him really doing well. Yeah, Ron Duvall there again. Uh, Tyler Fenster, do you think that's an OCRC local? I never heard of that name before.
1: Must be that are somewhere out there in Arizona,
0: somewhere like that. True. Uh, CJ Gellin with a rare Kyosho sighting. In, uh, I
1: thought he wasn't running Kyosho stuff.
0: Oh, he's not? I thought...
1: I don't know if that's 100% true, but... Oh. Yeah, I, I, don't, I thought he was running something else. Oh, well, don't listen to me then. I, it's just something I heard.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the same group of people, just juxtaposed in two-wheel drive. So, But the point is, uh Neck, with uh, back-to-back national-level big races, and uh, he's making mains in all of them, so... That is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, he should be back for the summer series, isn't he? No idea. For the finals? I think he'll be back for the finals. I think that was the, the one he was going to miss was the one in the Nats and then um, the one that he missed earlier uh, for the other Nationals. I think the Nitro Nats. Did you see BT win in, um, I think it's eight scale? Yeah, that's pretty cool. dude they had e buggy at this race. Yeah, gosh darn it. Yeah, they have e buggy every year. I love e buggy. I would totally take my e buggy and race it if I got a chance to go do this. Yeah, it'd be cool. I love how they call seven or masters uh, mature. Yeah, <laughs> at OCR, I those. do too. That's fantastic. Uh, Brent kind of crushed him It's like you won by a lap. Yeah. And that's stock too. That's the only thing that would have kept me from running it was the fact that it was stock. If I had, if I was able to go to this race. Yeah. I want to race mod. I don't want to race stock. I have no interest at all.
1: You're the, you guys are the oldest, most experienced guys there. You should run modified. Yeah. I saw it at 17.5. I was like, eh. Yeah. And if I was 40 and going to that race, I'd have been disappointed.
0: Zeke Bellinger went again. Did you see
1: that? No, I didn't actually.
0: Dude, from the ninth qualifying position, he finished fifth in 13.5 four-wheel drive. Man, I
1: must have got something figured out for Maine, huh? Yeah.
0: And then uh, let's see if he was in the stock buggy. A main. Doesn't look like it.
1: That's rough. That that must be a that would be a tough race to make the stock main in though.
0: Oh yeah, well I mean, like I said, it's kind of a rematch. I mean, you had uh, uh, Davy. Uh, is it Bata or Bada? No, I don't know. Uh, I
1: think it. I think it would be harder to make the main at that race oh, than it would sure. be at the at the Roar I
0: guarantee there was more in seventeen five. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. there was more entries.
1: That and there's there's all those pro stock racers out that way. Yeah, you're a yeah.
0: national champ here. Finished second with uh, Davey taking the win from the third qualifying position. Wow. And, uh, of course, Sammy Moran. uh, He made the main at the Nats. He was fifth in this one. Uh, John Schultz's kid, Jonathan Schultz, was in that main. Wayne Ryrick making another main. There's a name. thats He's a stock racer. He's one of those stock guys. So, I don't know. That's a, it's a fun race to follow. Kind of, kind of want to go sometime before I die. It's like another bucket list thing for me. Yeah. I've never been to that one. It's just the timing of it is always weird because it's, it's always the end of August and our summer series kind of always sort of lands on it. Yeah. And that's only because there's usually August and July. One of those months usually has two and basically an extra weekend. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I need to plan for it more and try to get in next time around. I do want to go back to California and race some point. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Do you know if
1: they're having the re-race this year?
0: I haven't heard a thing. Nah. No, I guess. Haven't either. I guess we'll find out here pretty soon. Hope so. I really do hope so.
1: Yeah. Usually usually sign up is by now, isn't it?
0: No, they usually it's September. Later in September.
1: Oh, I thought it was like Labor Day week, weekend, like after that or something. I'm
0: like, I guess I suppose it might be, you know, the, the thing that about the Reedy race is they might not do it again because you might still not be able to get the international drivers to come by the yeah. time January rolls around. Yeah. I mean, this thing might roll out for another six months. Could, yeah, it could be. Unfortunately, on the world scale, mm-hmm. at least on the world scale. I think I think a lot of us in the States are kinda of over it already. Whether it's gonna get through all of our vaccinations or not. I think I think America a lot of America's kind of over it. The layout was cool at OCRC. They always crush it. Oh yeah, it looked good. Always crush it. I love the little whoop section.
1: I thought the wagon wheel was cool.
0: Yeah, the wagon wheel was cool.
1: Or was that what they call it these days?
0: Uh I don't know. It made sense. I knew what you meant right away. When yeah. You said that. You definitely don't want to get pushed over the side of it, like off to the side. So you actually have to go over the humps. Got to stay nice and tight.
1: Yeah. The fingers? I don't know. Maybe fingers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That I that was pretty cool. First time I'd ever seen one of the one of those is at uh, track layout there at OCRC.
0: I passed Scott Simon in the stock truck A main at the 1996. Roar Regionals at Goodyear in Lincoln, Nebraska, through a wagon wheel. Oh yeah. It was one of the sweetest passes I had done to that point. I came from seventh qualifier to win A three. Really? Because Roger Tenhouse had already won uh, A one and two. And there was a big pile up in uh, after the first corner, it was a bank into a chicane. And there was a huge pile up there. And then you went up this hill. So from seventh, I got around everybody. And I followed Scott for a couple laps. And then I outbraked him into the wagon wheel and made this sweet pass around him. I might have talked about this before. At the end of the race, I almost passed out. Yeah. Like I got like like uh uh legit, like lightheaded. And uh I was shaking really bad, like my leg was shaking really yeah. bad. And uh after I won, I looked over and my mom was like was like clapping, like, yeah. That was the first a main at a at a big race I'd ever won, even though even if it didn't mean much, I think I still finished sixth or seventh because my first two mains were so bad. But uh yeah. anyways, enough enough chatter about that. So good job, Tom Rennerneck. That's all I want to say. Just good job, Tom. Good job, Aiden. Um he he was racing at the plex a lot last year, getting ready for his uh, his stint as a legit pro driver. So it's it's good to have those guys come every once in a while, and it's good to have Tom as a local too. For that, matter. yeah, I think that last that last summer series race is going to be banging. Yeah, you think so? Uh? I think so. Because because if Tom's there, Aiden's there, uh, if the whole group is there again. Even though technically Alex Vanderbeek has, has taken it, I think there's going to be some pride on the line for that last, uh, those last podium hits. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Just the last good couple seasons in general. I can't think of a bad summer series, actually, now that I think about it.
1: No, I can't think of one.
0: Even in our early days when all the garage doors were open and we were running double Ds. hmm You know? It still races still came down to the you know, a lot of races still came down to the last series race. Mm So, and it's exciting to crown the Plexpec champ because they officially get booted out at that point. Yeah. Like, it's like, here's your trophy. Congratulations. You don't get to pay five bucks anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now you got to pay 20. (laughs) Sorry about your luck, bro. The winner is. Let's talk about our racing. So we had kind of a regular club race weekend. You can tell it's the dog day, like the end of summer, not the dog days, but the end of summer, like Friday was good. We actually had quite a few entries on Friday. Saturday was good too. It's just light turnout is all, but it is Labor Day weekend. So, I mean, yeah, you know, there's always a lot of people camping.
1: This is the first time in years. I didn't really do much. Anymore.
0: I know when you called and said that you were at home, I was like, what? Like, aren't you usually out doing stuff?
1: Yeah. My wife went to Colorado to see her, uh, her new niece or our new niece. Mm. And uh, yeah, her, my brother-in-law or her brother had a baby. So nice. And we so out there to go, go see her.
0: So we had uh, 28 entries on Friday and I believe that there was a pretty big group of Plexpec so it got whittled down to got whittled down to eight. It looks like in the main, but I'm pretty sure there was more than that in qualifying. I think there was like 13 or 14 plexers. And what happens is a lot of times, a lot of times they all go home. Uh, not they all to go home, but quite a few of them go home at the end of the night. And again, they're only playing five bucks, so it's not like they. Are, oh, they had a B main. Hold on, hold on, hold on eight and holy crap, 10. So the, there were, there was 18 plexers on Friday. That's the most in a while on mm-hmm. Fridays. Like Fridays have been lately, like maybe 14, maybe 13. That's a lot. That's good. So yeah, there's a B main and an A main. I missed that here. Um, but in the plex spec game, you had, uh, uh, Connor house. You know who that is? No, that's the kid with the, uh, the kid that messed up his hand. Oh, so he's basically
3: yeah. Driving-
1: I I know him. Yeah, he he knows uh, Chris Bowler, and um, he uh, uh, Chris told him an old nickname to call me, and like I was like I haven't heard that name in years, dude. <laughs> so, it's pretty funny, but uh, anyway, yeah, I, I I totally forgot. Yeah, I I know who he is. Yeah, so he's
0: kind of he's kind of gotten. Kind of all in. He got a two-wheel drive and a four-wheel drive. And I think he's getting thinking about getting a truck now, a stadium truck.
1: He has a stadium truck. Oh, does he? Did he get one? Okay. Yeah. That's I couldn't remember I if he got it, he, one or not. He's like drooling all over my gas truck on Saturday. Mm. And I was like, dude, convert that truck to one of these. Yeah. Get that pre-order in.
0: So Plexpec uh, looks like it came down eight tenths of a second over Josh McMullen. Uh Chris Kinzer was third. Nick Rustermeyer getting a good finish there, finishing fourth. Diego was fifth. Quintana. Uh Ricky Kinzer. Then Jeff Weber. Jeff Weber, I hadn't seen him in years. And uh he came up to pay and I was like, I looked at him for a second, I'm like, Jeff? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, holy crap, dude. So he brought his kid and uh, I think they're running T fours and B fours still. Oh, that's cool. Yeah and then Isabella McMullen is it just stuff that they have yes I think the last time they raced we were outside
1: that's pretty cool you know you can get your drag girl stuff out and just still come race it you know and see if you still like it I told him that if he ever felt like it
0: I would totally buy his B4 from him yeah because I do need one for my collection I have
1: a B4 you do I think I got two of them what dude yeah they're not for sale shut up (laughs) When, when's the one's the world's car. Well, one's Jamie's, isn't it? Is one of those um, Jamie's? Or was it his B5 that he, that you had? I have I have his B6, okay. and his T5M. Oh, okay. I knew it was one of those. And two. then or his T5 and then uh that B4 might have been his cuz he gave me one that he had laying around that I ran in mod buggy when I was racing stock for that short stint. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I have that stock one and then I have the yeah, I have his that he ran and modified and mm. he just never wanted it back. Well I don't know. I don't I don't think I want to sell them.
0: Okay. Uh thirteen five four wheel drive, uh Nick Pavel. T Q and win. John Haas was second. Caleb Singh was third. I think Caleb was running he might have been running thirteen five, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he bought Logan Prismanis' 22X4 from him. And then Stock Buggy, Friday nights, man. There's a nice group that comes out every single Friday for Stock Buggy. Um, Nick Pavel with another TQ and win. Uh, Josh McMullen second. John Haas was third. Running his kid's car, I believe. Uh, Tanner Anthony, who won last Friday, uh, finished fourth in this one. Diego Quintana was fifth. And Logan Prismanis was sixth. And then Saturday... We had 21 entries. Probably our lowest turnout of the uh, summer club racing um season. Um, but like I said, it's Labor Day weekend and everybody's kind of we're kind of nearing the end of our dirt season anyway, so yeah. not too surprising. So we had a mini truggy A Main. Uh this was a jamboree of all sorts of different vehicles. So you had Owen or Dustin Hosick. And uh, I believe it was Patrick Mitrovic's running mini Truggy. And then you had Owen Vanderbeek running mod four-wheel. And then you had Nick Mitrovic's, Tyler Fleming, and Corey Tannehill running 13.5 four-wheel drive. And so to save us, save us an extra heat of just two or three cars, I just put all the four-wheel drives in together. It was kind of like, here you go. Yeah. So technically, Owen Vanderbeek won the race with uh, 16 laps. Dustin had 15. Tyler Fleming had 15. Nick Mitrovics had 14. And then Corey Tannehill broke out early. Corey, Corey was uh, your TQ overall of 13.5. But he broke out in like lap three, which kind of sucked. He was having a... His car was fast. Uh, Plexback A-Main, there was just three of them. And uh, you had uh, Eli Vanderbeek and Connor Hausch. Broke out on the same lap at this basically the same time. I think Eli broke a front arm and I think Connor broke uh like a bulkhead or something like that. Oh really? And so all Owen Hook had to do is just finish the race and he did. So he got eight laps and he got his first ever five dollar uh plex bucks.
1: Yeah. Eli was pretty devastated. <laughs> He he came in, he's like showing me his his uh, buggy all broken. I was like, You run into the thing at the end of the straight at the beginning of the straightaway, didn't you? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn yeah, man, you bet you don't do that again. <laughs> Dang it. Dude, that thing you got it's this gas truck, you gotta really noodle that thing through there. <laughs> it's just like dancing on the front tires and you're like
0: <laughs> I saw last night when I went down there to water the track that somebody somebody must've just smashed that thing. Cause it's broken already moved over. Oh really? Yeah.
1: I haven't, I clobbered it on Saturday, um, with my gas truck, but I just, I just popped a ball cup off and I was like, huh, I like, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, uh, big old, big old trucks and duggies down there. Yes. They're on set. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah.
0: I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to redo those pipes so it's smoother there. I meant to yeah. do it. I meant to do it this week and I, this last week, and I ended up getting sidetracked on Tuesday. I'm getting our stuff ready for the sale. Yeah. We have this, we have this big, uh, the great Hobbyplex inventory purge, the 25th and 26th of September. And uh, I've, I've, all I've been doing is just um, basically what we're doing is I'm, st- I got a stamp from Amazon for like $4 that says no refunds and it's a big red stamp. So I've just been stamping all this product and then putting it in bags and then labeling the bags cheap. So you buy these bundles of parts. We're trying to get as of as much stuff as we can. And uh, that's all I've been doing last week. Like every, every day. And if we're slow, that's what I'm doing. I'm staying late, you know, a couple hours here and there uh, at night, just trying to get in as much as I can because
1: otherwise we're going to run out of time. Do you have any of these silicone deals, at the Plex? Like for exhaust couplers? No. You know what I'm talking about? Not not even like SIG stuff? Uh Uh-uh. We don't. However. they even make
0: them anymore? Well, that's just it. So uh, I couldn't find any. We were getting asked for that every once in a while. And I could not find any. But then on A-Main the other day, I do remember some new ones popping up. They're actually made by Ofna. There are some Ofna ones and I did order them. So they should be coming this week.
1: Okay. Yeah. This one's like, I think Jesus put this on this gas truck. It's so old. Nice. (laughs) This thing's thing's old, dude.
0: (laughs) Nice. So yeah, we do have some coming actually. Now that you mention that.
1: Hey, all you gas truck listeners out there. Yeah. We're getting some couplers. I like finding, (laughs) I I
0: like finding little stuff like that because you know, sometimes we're the only place that people can go to find those.
1: Uh, That's my radio DJ, jock, jock DJ voice like hello all you listeners out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Chad Daniels podcast, uh middle in middle of somewhere, middle of nowhere. I can't remember what it is. Anyways, uh, and he's got this deal where if he brings on a guest and he's interviewing them, he's got this uh moose in the morning bit that he does. And it's funny when he talks about like all the people that message him on Instagram or whatever that hate the moose in the morning bit. And so it just it just makes him want to do it more. He just does it more. I think that's really funny. Um, okay, anyway, stock buggy. Uh, Tyler Fleming, TQ and Win Kind of ran away with this one. Uh, Patrick Michovic second. And Diego Quintana was third. Nice to see Diego uh, getting the buggy in there. He's, uh, he's officially not getting booted out of Plexpec because he hasn't won it yet, but um, he's fast enough where he probably should. He should race independent. And then mod buggy. Uh, once again, biggest turnout of the day. Even on a low turnout, we had seven of us in Mod2Wheel. Yeah. Uh, Mac Vanderbeek with a TQ and a win.
1: Yeah. Uh, Too bad it wasn't a points day.
0: Yeah. Over uh, Alex. So, Owen Vanderbeek qualified with a two-wheel, and then Alex forgot his radio. (laughs) Yeah.
3: At his house.
0: (laughs) And he lives in Lincoln. So, he was pretty butthurt uh, about that. And because of the, uh, the, the traffic jam... On Interstate 80, there was no real way to go back and get it. He was actually gonna drive home and get it and then come back. Mm-hmm. But that that accident was going on and uh, they had yeah. I-80 closed and backed up for you know the whole basically the entire day.
1: That and it was a football game, so it was well, yeah, like the worst case scenario. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah, that too. Yeah. There was I mean, there was gonna be traffic because of that. But once honestly, the the westbound lanes, once the game starts, it's pretty easy to get around it. But, Is it? but the accident was, was brutal. Um, anyways, so he took over Owen's car, started dead last, and then ended up finishing second. Um, I finished third. Uh, Dustin Hosick was fourth. Brian Burnt was fifth. Jason Haley was sixth. Um, I just want to tell everybody here that's watching, this was probably one of the funner races that I've been involved in in, in a while. And anyway, I've had some fun races this year. And usually... It's the 40 plus mod main. We're just it's me and Mac in a like a old man fat old guy duel. But this yeah. one, you threw Alex in the mix, and Alex wasn't running his car. He was running Owen's car, which is, has a different setup on it. So he was, you know, it, it, he didn't appear to be completely comfortable driving it. So that mm-hmm. made it that made it interesting. Um I was right there, man. <laughs> I could have very easily won this race. Dang it. Yeah. And I uh, actually put a move on Alex and got around him. And I was right on Mac's bumper for a lap. And then we came around that new section that we built last week. And I rolled my car and went right back to third. And that was that. And Mac had more than enough lead on Alex. So.
1: I wish I would have raced on Saturday just because of that main. Dude, if you were in there too. I was play, I was there and planning on racing. I was actually running the race, but um, we're, I was planning on racing gas truck because we got raised, rained out in Kansas City, and I offered the Kansas City guys to come up and you know just schedule, you know, hey, you know, I got this going on, I was planning on doing this today and then go race. That kind of thing happened. so it's okay. Mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I didn't bring any of my electric 10 scale stuff. So I ran some tanks through my gas truck and then I actually came up on Sunday and practiced all day. Yeah,
0: you and Wade were there a uh, majority of the day. Austin was there getting his uh 8 scale run in. Uh there was a couple more guys. I think uh Steve Wall and Chris Nelson were there getting their yeah. 8 scale stuff going. So everybody's kind of gearing up for the next one, for the summer series mm-hmm. or the winter series.
1: Yeah. I need to do the same thing uh sometime with my e-buggy and spend the day on it up there.
0: Our schedule is going to be crazy. Coming up yeah. because we've got, uh, this weekend coming up off, um, for off road, we're racing to my championship series mm-hmm. and the following weekends the summer series finals. So Friday and Saturday will be summer series and, uh, the track will be open on Sunday. Then, uh, no racing that following Friday and Saturday, because we're doing, I'm sorry that we are having Friday night racing. I should mention that the, uh, 24th, there will be family Friday off road. And we decided to do that because if we didn't have Family Friday off-road that night, we would not have had a Friday night race for almost a full month. Yeah. Because of how the schedule is going to work out. So there'll be no Saturday racing and no Sunday practice. And then the next week is regionals. So there'll be practice all day on Friday, racing all day on Saturday, and then Sunday is going to be closed. Because we're putting the oval back in and yeah. And when we put the oval back in, that means we might as well just make the eight scale track. And then that'll be the, basically the last, I believe that's the last Sunday that, that, or I'm sorry, um, there'll be no more Sundays after, (laughs) after this coming up Sunday, there'll be no more open practice on Sundays. I, I think because I, I I might I might be wrong on that oval might not be weekly. I think oval's month once a month, so there actually might be some open Sundays. Now that I think about it, I'll have to confirm that. I don't think they're running oval weekly. So, <sighs> but anyways, the schedule is going to start to suck for me because it's just it's just a compounding work. But the good news is, once it gets done, it'll be done for a little while. And I can focus on getting that indoor crawler course, um, kind of redone and, uh, getting those pit spots back and yeah. And then, uh, for me, I got to go, uh, do the Hutchinson fall classic mm-hmm. as your uh, race director on yeah. the 22nd. So it's gonna be busy, busy couple of months coming up. Very busy. Um, we should probably take our pivot break since, uh, I'm sure Richard's in there bored out of his mind. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Probably. So, uh, we'll be right back.
2: And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah.
0: This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get
2: some. This is David Olson with pivot lending group. And today is May 10th, 2021. And we want to talk about interest rates and where the market is today and where we kind of see the rates going potentially into second quarter, going into third quarter. Interest rates have moved up 50 basis points since the first of February. So we were on a 30 year, right at the beginning of February, we were close to 2375 to two and a half, right in that range. We went as high as 3.375 about four, three, four weeks ago, and we're back down now to about 3% on the 30-year. So a lot of things that are kind of going and moving against low interest rates right now, we have obviously the infusion of capital into our economy within the last 12 months. We've pushed through and, and continuing to push through about $6 trillion in, in debt from the beginning of COVID through the, the last push. Uh, so there's a lot of money that's going to be coming into our economy, being printed up, and a lot of employment going on. And in combination with that, converging with the amount of money that's sitting on the sidelines right now. So all the families that, including mine, did not take a vacation last year, and have just disposable income has actually been growing momentum in your savings accounts, you're going to see a lot of people taking that money off the sidelines and start purchasing things and doing things and kind of getting back to a somewhat normal life. And when we have the amount of money that we're going to be printing with the, the money that the government's borrowing and having convergence with that and the... Uh, the consumer spending that is happening. And then the final piece in that is uh, payroll, in which we start to see payrolls going up and the job numbers coming down. And everywhere that I'm looking around are different markets. There's just help signs everywhere. Uh, Just driving in to do this recording, they were talking about uh, the lack of employment in the service industry. And they, they just can't hire enough people right now to help. And they're getting crushed on Mother's Day because of the lack of employees to help in the service sector. So when we have those three things going against or the rates, you're going to start to see inflation pop up and the effects of the inflation typically are in rear. So you're not, you know, by the time that we start to see some of those numbers pushing higher, it's already been cooking for a little bit. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to see rates over 4% in 12 months. We'll just have to kind of see, keep our eye on it. But that being said, rates are actually down a little bit here within the last week or so. Uh, it's a great time still to refinance. The rates are slightly higher, but still fantastic. When I jumped in the industry 27 years ago, Prime was at 10, so I mean, three and a half, four 4%, 5%. These are all still really great rates. If you're in a situation where you're looking to refinance just rate in term you didn't take advantage of the market over the last year we're lower i should say than where we were two three four years ago so there's still a a big advantage there cash out if you're looking to do some consolidation my oldest is going off to college so i'm thinking about that if you're looking to take some cash out to pay for college or even do some home improvements. You know, there's a lot of equity that's starting to grow in Omaha. And we've been watching this for several years in, in Colorado. Take some of that equity and double down on it and make the improvements that you need to to your property. So the financial outlook for interest rates, obviously, we all know that they're going up. It's not if it's when and the wind's happening right now. So this is a good time to lock in your rates before you kind of get caught on that next adjustment, I guess. Uh, If you have any questions on any of that, feel free to give me a call, 402-881-5951. Ask for David Olson or shoot me a text, 402-881-5951. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Pivot Lending, NMLS
0: 109995. We return you now to your
3: regularly scheduled program.
0: Welcome to text from Gretchen. I was going to do a text from Gretchen segment. And then I, I had second thoughts because I don't want to embarrass my
1: son. Why? When has this ever stopped? Why would this stop you? (laughs) Like it has never stopped you before. (laughs) You have never not wanted to embarrass him.
0: Well, because I, I remember what my, first year at actual high school was like, and how big of a deal it was for me to want to go to homecoming. And I ended up, I think I went to homecoming my sophomore year and my junior year. And then my senior year, I was over it. I'm like, I'm not doing any of this, no prom, no nothing. So he's, he's wanting to go to homecoming and I was going to, I was going to read verbatim what the text was between my wife and I. But then I started thinking I think some of his friends listen to our show. Really? <laughs> yeah, so I don't necessarily want to say what I was going to say because I don't what what if he's like what if nobody knows that he's what he's thinking about doing or or who he's thinking about asking. And I don't want to like spill the beans to the point of of having his friends go, hey, who are you? And then having him come back, dude, why did you do this? Because I had a friend. Listen, has friends. He does have friends, but uh, mm. uh, but because <laughs> I had I had a crush on a girl in junior high, mo- multiple girls in junior high, and for whatever reason, I let some of my friends know who that was, and then it turned to a thing. That they leaked it to other people, and then other people are like. Why don't you just talk to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, stay out of my life. I hate you guys. My life sucks. I'm going to go back home to my, my room and just stay there alone the whole time. You know,
1: listen to the cure,
0: listen to the cure, mostly Pearl Jam. Actually Pearl Jam was my cure for back then. My version of the cure kind of Just Listen to oceans, oceans and
1: black. Listen to Jeremy on repeat. Yeah.
0: Watch the video. Jeremy spoke on. So I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. But it is, it is exciting for me as a dad to see him try to traverse the delicacies of high school. Now I have told him since day one because because I don't know about you, but I know this. My biggest advice to all of you, if you're if you're if you're in junior high, high school, whatever right now. Just know that for the most part, nothing matters in junior high and high school. None of it matters. Nope. Not one bit. So I've told this to Emerson since kindergarten. I'm like, I just want you to know that no matter what happens on the social social side of your elementary school, junior high, high school, whatever, none of this matters. (laughs) Grades, yes. Everything else, don't worry about it. Everything cool happens after high school. I don't know. That's just my own thing. Sure, that's what happened to me. Everything cool. you don't want
1: to peak and you don't want to be one of those yeah. guys that peaked in high school, right? Exactly. Like, ugh, there's nothing cringier. Uh, exactly.
0: Anyways, so yeah, I'm not gonna do it, but uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Do you know that I went to prom? My high school's prom when I was 21.
1: No, you damn loser! <laughs> sorry, sorry, dude. It was so awkward. It was it was like, the most uh, you awkward. You me to buy you guys some beer? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't a beer. I wasn't
0: the beer run guy. I was no, I was working. I was working at the grocery store. This girl I knew named Valerie. She asked me to go to prom with her. I was like, I had to think about it. Cause I'm like, well, I'm 21 years old and going to North highs prom like four years later. That's just weird. Yeah. But I agreed to it. And, mm-hmm. uh, boy, that was, that was a mistake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I went to prom with a girl that had a 21 year old boyfriend uh. and I, I like, I just remember thinking like, man, this guy is a real winner. Like he's mm. dating some girl in high school. Like, you know what I, know. I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's not like like he was 19 or like they knew each other. She was a junior, he was a senior type thing, and they're still together. We
0: weren't dating though. That's the thing. Like, it we, yeah. we wasn't, it didn't even feel like a date, to be honest with you. And I think, I think all it was was she was trying to use me to make her other boyfriend feel, her old boyfriend feel jealous or something like that. Oh, I think I think that's what that's what was really going on. I don't know, but it was awkward because I I you know a lot of my teachers were still there and they they recognized me. They are like, what are you doing here? Like it was one of those things, and I'm trying to explain it, and they're like, oh, hey, coach. I used to call my teachers
1: coach in high school. (laughs) My uh,
0: my physical science teacher, Mr. K. I ran into him at, at the shark. Oh God. What was the name of that bar? The pool bar at, uh, on 72nd, the shark, something shark club, shark club. Yeah, there you go. Of course. Shark club. Mm. Um, it was a uh, new year's Eve and I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I was there and I saw Mr. K and I went up and said, Mr. K, what's up? He looks at me and he goes, Jesus, <sighs> I'm too old for this. Then he, he like left. He just didn't want to be there anymore. What? Yeah, because he was oh. a, he was single. He was a single guy going to the bar, and yeah. and one of his former students happened to be of age now and was there. I was gonna buy him a shot, but he <laughs> he left. So whatever.
1: That's really funny, actually. Yeah, it's so hilarious. Getting out of here. He left. Tell this.
0: Yep, pretty much. He was dapper too. He was like, he had like a, like a nice silk shirt. I remember that lo- looking at him. like, eh, That's Mr. K over there.
1: What was that show? Like the pickup artist. He's got like everything verbatim from that show on like the, <laughs> like you need like a trinket to wear and all this stuff. And like, he's like, just like decked out. <laughs> he's like, this is his one last try to try to meet somebody at a bar. And he like you come like and you come up and bug him. He's like, I'm never coming to the bar again. <laughs> like I'm done
0: with this. <laughs> oh, now I feel bad.
1: Oh well, no, it's it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> really, I bet I, I bet if you stayed, he would have had a good time. Like, I know. You know. What I mean?
0: Yeah, I could have hung out with my friends and I. Oh well, that was a weird night. Here, before we get to the chat, just to to go along with this story. That was a weird one because it was New Year's Eve. I just turned 21 because my birthday is December 3rd. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so we got invited to go to an after party, which I had never been to. I was like, oh, cool, after party. And uh, so we drove to this apartment at like 108th and Q. And the after party was... Two of the girls and then a whole bunch of dudes. No. And then we walked in and there were more dudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it got, it got just bizarre because the group of dudes and my buddy Dave started making breakfast in the kitchen because there was nothing else to do. Yeah. I was drinking straight vodka. And got so wasted that at three o'clock in the morning, I called my mom on the cell phone that she had gotten me, and wished her a happy new year. And my mom was very; um, she did not want me to do any of this. So that yeah. was so that was a sad moment. <laughs> the next day, I had to have a yeah. talk. I had to have a talk because I was living at home, so we had to no. have a, we had to have a chat.
1: The walk and, of shame when you come in, come in the door. Yeah, haven't been out all night. It's like yeah. seven o'clock in the morning, basically. Yeah.
0: She's like, "So, what are we doing last, that. What Are we doing last nobody night?" I'm like, "I <laughs> nobody ever cared what I did." I was like, <laughs> "Did I call you?" She's like, "Yeah, you called me at three thirty in the morning." And I remember, I remember listening to her voice. She was like, "Oh my god, okay, well, uh, you just be safe out there, okay." And then I felt guilty. Anyways, yeah. so, so then we left. Like my friend, it was Chris Catlett, me, uh, I think uh, my friend Justin, okay, there was a bunch of us, Dave, we all just left because was, it wasn't an after party. It was just this weird gathering in somebody's apartment with a bunch of people we didn't know. So, yeah, that was bizarre. lucky
1: not get roofied. <laughs> Or yeah, somebody gave you the sleeper hold. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wake up the next morning. Why does my butt hurt? Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why does my anus hurt? <laughs> <laughs> like from the real real world.
3: <laughs>
1: hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do
3: you have one...
1: Uh,
0: okay. We better get to comments and then get out of here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is, this show's getting pretty blue. <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: change the subject. Uh, all right. So, uh, Lance Murray's on here. Says, so says, Hey, he was the first one. Congrats. Lance Murray. Uh, Kenneth Freeman, hey, nice. Kenneth Freeman, might it be possible to get a bit more in depth video in regards to on road carpet classes? Um, looks interesting, but there aren't any videos on getting started really. Um, so I, I use my other account on my phone to post a YouTube um uh, a YouTube video that I did last year on Onroad, but it doesn't look like it showed up in this chat, but I'm not sure if it showed up on the chat there. So what I would say is um you can look that up. Otherwise, um yeah, I can probably look at again and more of an up-to-date one. I mean, the classes really haven't changed for on-road. It's it's pretty much still the uh TTO2 um kind of beginner. Touring car class using the Tamiya TTO2 chassis and either the stock motor or a 21.5 brushless with a locked end bill. Mm-hmm. They're basically the same speed. Then there's vintage Trans Am, which is any sort of touring car. And you got to use a 25.5 motor, uh, a vintage body and the vintage wheels and tires that come pre-mounted from Proline um, or Protoform, whatever you want to call it. And then there's USGT, which is the faster... Uh, probably fastest class of touring car, which is, uh, any touring car, any four wheel drive touring car with, uh, the, uh, um, gravity RC wheels and tires and any, any body that's not on the roar approved list for touring car you can use. Oh, really? Yeah. It's gotta be a body that's not on the approved list. If it's on the approved list, you can't use it. But you, gotta,
1: you want it to be a scale-looking guy. Yeah, body. it's got
0: to look like at least something realistic. Although even those bodies have gotten a little, little out of hand.
1: Out there. Yeah.
0: And then there's uh 12 scale, which they're using 17.5 brushless motors and one cell Lipo batteries, and they're 12-scale pan cars with foam tires. There's F1, which are using um uh two cell with a 21-5. And, uh, they're usually pre-mounted, um, either CRC or gravity RC tires. And then there's yeah. the truck class, the Euro truck class, which is a bone stock TTO one, um, Tamiya Euro truck. You can, you can put the bearings in them and you can glue the sidewalls of the tires. And I think that's all you can really do to that class. It's a lot of fun
1: actually. We should have Tim on the show uh, after the TCS race. Yeah, I need to, to talk about it. It's been a while since we've included
0: him in anything. And honestly, I I, I want to do these um, Patreon specials, mm-hmm. little half hour chats. And I was trying to think, I wanted to get the owner to be the first one, but yeah. he's been kind of busy. So, uh, and sure. I, wa- I want to get this started. So I've been trying to think about who I could ask to do like a one-on-one interview with. And uh, yeah. Tim was on my short list again um, just because we haven't talked to him in a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, but look up that video that I made uh, last year. That'll, that's a, that'll kind of help you along. And then, yeah, I'll probably look at get another one doing another one. Um, okay. Cause a lot of those another videos, one. a lot of those videos get, even if I put them on a playlist, a lot of those videos get shuffled down. Right. Sam says he accidentally ate a ghost pepper this weekend. Thought it was a shishito which you just snack on and there happened to be some ghost peppers with the shishitos and he ate it and he died inside.
1: Hilarious. (laughs) 20 points to whoever did that. (laughs) Whoever put that in there. That's that's great.
0: (laughs) John Haas says, did you hit a hundred miles an hour on the runway? Uh, Sorry, I was late. Um, I don't know that the couple guys came up to me afterwards and were like, dude, you were going faster than that jet was. So, it felt like I was going pretty fast. But a lot of times feeling and having the actual mile per hour are two different things. So Yeah. Um Peter Reno in here and and those guys are talking about shishito. What shishi, shishi what shishito? What shishito pepper? No. Okay. Uh John Haas says he's pretty good at trap. He could probably drop a plane. <laughs> that'd be funny somebody just brings out a shotgun kaboom <laughs> <Yeah>. Boom.
1: <laughs> where's the next one i'll Where take care the next of one <laughs> uh
0: steve eichler was actually at the show he's one of our patreon members um so is peter Rineau. we're both on here do you know how fast you got the limitless what flew off in the grass so uh again we don't know because the the uh stupid um GPS thing wasn't working. It like it was out of battery basically. Um but I ripped the front wing off. So that's all that happened. The rest of the car's fine. I thought it was going to be bent in half or something, but it's fine. Yeah. Actually, Tim was testing it this week and he he drove it into a sewer and and bent the chassis. So this is actually the second limitless we've had. Cuz he taco- oh, really? Yeah, he tacoed the chassis doing like 80 miles an hour into a sewer
1: that's pretty great yeah
0: i gotta take a picture of it it's pretty
1: funny i had an rc car that went into a sewer once when i was a kid and there was like an across the street neighbor that fished it out for me i don't remember who it was nice it maybe i don't even think it was at our oh it was richard durand and i and one of our 18 scale cars went down into the sewer oh and uh we were trying to fish it out and like somebody around High Highmark, Highmark Golf Course around his neighborhood uh got it out for us. Nice. Like we we're like devastated. Like, you know, you save all that money, like you're like what we we're like I was like fourteen and he was thirteen probably. Mm.
0: Uh Mike over Cash says, How old are you? Me? Yeah, how old are you? 30. 32. Yeah, okay. Uh I
1: probably look like I'm forty.
0: No. Yeah. I'm 40. I'm 42. I'll be 43 in December. Two months. Three months. Three months.
1: There's something gooey on my dang setup board here, and even WD-40 ain't taking it off. I don't know what it is.
0: And it's coming off. I mean, I knew you were excited about your pit board, but I didn't think
1: you were going to be that excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right. All All right.
0: right. I I guess we're going there.
1: Yeah, with my Let's door open for that
0: one, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Peter Renault, what do you use to set your gear mesh, and why does it take me 10 tries tightening tighten the motor before it's good? Uh, I was able to aggressively massage a flat spot out of a new set of glued tires. Hmm. I mean, I just, I push the motor all the way into it, and then back it off slightly, and then tighten the screws down.
1: I, I push it in all the way uh, snug up the bottom and then twist it, pivot it on the bottom screw and then tighten the top.
0: Just to get that tiny little bit of spur gear play. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, I'll, I'll take the both tires and just make sure it, it, it turns freely and sounds okay.
1: You know, I think that this is Panda express on here. Oh, that's, that's what that was.
0: <laughs> uh, have you found that certain spur gears uh, make cars sound worse? No, I always just use Associated ones. Well, I I swear that Kimbro spur gears are always the quietest.
1: They are. They they're the best probably. Yeah. The the Associated ones used to be Kimbro. I think they used to just say Kimbro on yeah, them. Yeah, they did a long time ago. Yep, they did. Um.
0: What was Mr. Kimbro's first name? do you remember Kim bro Kimbro. Oh the first <laughs> yeah, I don't the, f- know. the first time I met uh I guess I'll call him Mr. Kimbro uh, was mm-hmm. at the um was at the convention, and uh we were doing a uh like a demo out on the dirt track, mm-hmm. and he came in upset that uh, Traxxas was hogging all the crystals. Oh, really? Because all the cars are ready to run on 27 megahertz. So yeah. there's only six channels available. And like Traxxas had them all running at the same time. Oh, really? And I was like, uh, I'm not really in charge of that. And he's like, Well, aren't you the race director? I'm like, At a race, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not at the uh, corporate free for all. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: he just said, Well, now you're a race director. You go take care of it. Yeah, here you <laughs> go. Take the mic. <laughs> and- and on the microphone. You're in charge of crystal management now. You got to take care of it. That's my, that was like my favorite thing to do. Like somebody was like, like, hey, why is this jump like that? I was like, you know what? It's a good idea. You know, here's a shovel. Now you're in charge of that jump. I want you to go take care of that. <laughs>
3: That's that my favorite that.
1: thing to do to people that complained. I should try hey, that. Just make them take care of go. it. Go fix it.
0: <laughs> demonic wolf 69 said this story is starting to sound too much like a skinny max uh, skin max special which story uh, the one the one where a bunch of dudes were in the apartment two, with two two girls two awkward girls it was oh. very awkward it was a very awkward uh, uh, very yeah, awkward after party for. yeah just, it was weird it didn't go that way Monty that's the thing though it didn't go that way at all like not one bit well, it you was were just there. Very, well that's true but it was just very very strange it was a very strange moment. Uh what year would that have been? Oh, like two thousand? Let's see. So I turned twenty-one in two thousand. Yeah, so it was it was uh it would have Rank been Break up the Limp
1: Biscuit, man. Yeah, it would have been exact dirty
0: tonight. Yeah, it was two thousand. Exactly two thousand. <laughs> That's when it was.
1: Yeah. Maybe it was ninety
0: nine.
1: Dude, I watched that documentary on on uh uh HBO. The 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 uh the Woodstock one? The Woodstock 99 one. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's insane.
0: <laughs> John Haas says we had a real hot younger high school teacher. We ended up partying with her the summer after we graduated. Nice. That's pretty funny. Can will show how much play he has on his T six steering. Play on your, on your, on your gas truck. Do you have a lot of play? None. You get a unassociated. You get a little bit. Maybe what not do on you that. Mean? well maybe not on that truck. Does that have a different steering rack than the like
1: like no, this is what what play? Like there's no slop in this thing. Never show off. Here there is. Like they're like new like this stuff isn't new. Mm. You know, I've been running it. Yeah. But I mean, that's okay. But like this stuff, that, that's all tight, yo. Right. Even this, like, my steering rack don't move. Does that use? Perfect.
0: Does that use the the point three parts, or does that use the point two parts?
1: Well, there is no uh, t 3, but you can use a point two or point one. Okay. my My truck has a t six point one rear end with a t six point two front end on it. Okay. My gas truck. Yeah, it's a hybrid. It's a one and a half. <laughs> that that rear end makes a lot of grip, but I'm I'm gonna. I have a point to rear end. I'm going to put that on it and see what I think.
0: Uh, Peter, if I had my buggy here, I would show you a lot of slop in my steering.
1: Yeah. But no, this thing has like no, no yeah. slop in it. I, I polished the ball caps. I just like, I just took the time to clean my pipe. Like look at that thing. That thing mm-hmm. looks new again. You know, that's what I was, that's what I was doing. Like, if it's my car and I'm going to race it, that thing's going to look good. Like I want it to look, if it's in last place, I want to look good doing it. You know?
0: I don't, I don't necessarily think that play is a bad thing on the steering racks.
1: No, like on the out, on the outside. No, you just need to watch.
0: You need to watch those ball studs. Those ball studs will work themselves out on the, on the two little, um, on the actual arms that meet the, that meet the bell crank. Mm -hmm. You got to watch those ball studs. They'll, they'll work themselves out. But once, once, if those are tight, then you're gonna get a little bit of play just from the uh, ball studs and stuff. Uh, any tips for next weekend at Fast Lane? Other than don't crash. That's demonic wolf sixty nine. I'm
1: assuming he's for gas truck. No, he's your, that's uh, how do we, uh. Oh, I feel like such an idiot now. Um, Who's his name Scott? I think. I think that's his name. Yeah. He was there on, on Sunday practicing.
0: Oh, okay. With
1: with Steve Ball.
0: Oh, that's Chris. Chris. You're okay. right. Yeah, Chris. No, you're totally yeah. right. Yep, you're right. I totally remember that now. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, he uh, he's running uh, eight scale buggy, I believe. Okay. Maybe truggy, but for sure buggy. And really it's like just make sure you go slow enough around corners on loose outdoor and then Square up with stuff and get, get your car pointed straight and then hit jumps. Like, um, you, you pretty much don't want to be on power while you're, while you're turning, like when, like, you know, for somebody newer, like wait for your tires are are straight to get, you know, to pull throttle, you know, that's going to be, that's going to help you a lot.
0: And just stay up on your mechanicals in the pits.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Like just,
0: Look, look for, look for a seized up bearing stuff like that. When you're out on that loose, dry dirt, they can, yep. they can do a number on the bearings and stuff. So you got to watch
1: that. Yep. Clean your CVDS Like that's a big one. Like all those universals, like all those should be clean. Like, um, I even like race an electric 10 scale indoor. Uh, I, I take before the main, I take my CVDS apart and clean them and grease them. It's just what I do. Yep.
0: Uh on a side note, says John Haas on Ryan Harris's uh recent video, the one where he's like bagging on the uh the WL Toys crap-a-thon buggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like one of the only yeah. YouTubers to actually tell the truth on that. Uh yeah. <laughs> he's uh uh Nuthouse left a comment uh to Harris about coming on the Hobbyplugs show. That'd be a fun one. No. Oh, That'd be a total fun one. Sure. Plus, we'd get some
3: Yeah.
0: we'd get some. Maybe new viewers from that one because he's got like forty thousand. Um, I should try to get hold of him about that too because it sounded yeah, like he yeah, put you he, should. he put on there he put a like and then was like sure why not so we'll see.
1: What what I would like to see happen like because you got like Nick Watlet in California you have him he has a gas truck I've heard some other guys have them and haven't built them yet and yeah. people don't know that they have them yet um like bigger names. Yeah. What I'd like to do is like around of the winter series, try to arrange it where all those guys come like oh. maybe the last round or something. Yeah, that would be crazy. Gas truck or, or come come to the winter series to race. Yeah, That'd be cool. That would be really cool. We
0: got to do it either in March or November though. I'm sure a lot of yeah. those guys wouldn't want
1: to come in February. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, February is the coldest round.
0: Connor asked what carpet tires do you prefer? And, uh, I would say twin pins are a great pick. And then, uh, we'll know for sure which one of the newer J concepts tires are going to be the best ones for our mm-hmm. carpet coming up here, but you can't go wrong with twin pins and swaggers. Um, yeah. and then your only other choice are the pro line Prisms mm-hmm. and, uh, whatever their front tire is. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But, uh, but twin pins are the bomb. They're, they're really good. And because we allow white, uh, white dot tire sauce. You can make them last a lot longer now, too.
1: Yeah, I I never pay any attention to other brands to uh, pretty much anything other than what I use, because I I always just make what I have or what my you know supporters and sponsors have work. I will say, and
0: I get that on your side, but because I work in a hobby store, I got to know them all. Yeah, right. I, f- I always forget about the Schumacher tires. If you're a privateer, yeah. you should totally get cactuses. They last longer and they provide plenty of grip. So, but if, but I like twin pins cause they, they definitely have more corner speed than the Schumachers.
1: Like if, if some, somebody asks me like what, what tires to run, it's usually going to, it'll always be a J concepts one just because it's what I know. Yeah, and I don't pay attention to anything else anybody else is doing. Like yeah. I couldn't tell you the name or anything.
0: Um, and then Mike over cash has got, do you run 64 pitch or 48? I think we all run 48 forty
1: eight pitch yeah even the guys that were trying to run sixty four pitch for a while, yeah, like they don't even do it 60, anymore. Sixty-four pitches for on-road cars, yeah, race i road mean 64. there was there' was stock guys running sixty four for a while,
0: yeah, remember that yeah, I do, yeah, they'd all not finish their race they'd strip yeah the i don't
1: gear. know i don't know if it was because you get a, a finer gear, that's why like a closer closer gear ratio that's why
0: i used to run I used to run bk pitch back in the day for that very same reason. Cause you could, you could more finely tune it in. Plus it was cool. Cause you were running BK pitch. It was just something different. Okay. Uh, we better go. That's a, uh, that's a pretty long show about pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I got to go drop the easy op off at, uh, the Plex and then, um, at home. Cool. Got, got a half day tomorrow. So I'm going to try to enjoy it. I might go ride my bike in the morning.
1: Nice. I got to go to work early. My wife's not here so I hope I wake up. Right. Oh man. Ugh.
0: Just cuddle with your dogs.
1: They don't wake me up. Oh. They they won't. Like they don't want to go outside. Like they'd rather sleep and and hold it than go to the bathroom. Ugh, it's annoying. I got like I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to like rig up some kind of loud alarm system something.
0: Dump some water on your head. Have it like it, tilted it up and then an alarm hits and a servo moves and it dumps water on you. Yeah,
1: I, I stay up all night making some kind of apparatus to <laughs> to dump water <laughs> on me to wake me up in the morning and <laughs> I get two, two minutes of sleep.
0: <laughs> Big thanks to uh, Pivot Lending Group again for, uh, for being our, uh, our sponsor of this show so we can do it to you weekly. Uh, you can find me at pivotlending.com. If you call them up or email them, get a hold of Don Toller or Aiden Olsen's dad and uh, mention our show get a $500 lender credit lender credit or 0. 0.125 off your interest rate if you go through the refinance or home loan and uh, they've been hooking us up Aiden's off to college so we won't be racing RC cars so much so hopefully hopefully David still likes what he gets with our uh, <laughs> our host sponsorship so we'll see what
1: happens yeah. dollar for dollar I can't think of a better advertising campaign
0: that's right alright we gotta go bye
1: see you guys thanks for listening